Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. You are welcome to a Better Covenant podcast and we'll continue on the subject of this healing. Remember, God wants you to be well and there are people in your family that are sick. Remind them, take the word of God to them, that God wants them to be well and join your faith with them. Believe God for their healing. Believe God for your healing and believe God for those around you to be well. Take the word of God concerning healing to those around you that need, need it. Let them receive it and let them glorify God. So we we'll continue on this subject of uh, the healing of Abimelech and uh, see what lessons we can learn from that. Genesis chapter 20 verse 7. Now therefore restore the man's wife for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. If you go to verse 17 on the same Genesis 20, it says, So Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech his wife and uh, his female servants and they bore children. For the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Abra Sarah, Abraham's wife. So we're talking about the subject of this, uh, uh, the healing of this man who was really an ungodly king. And the only reason why God had to deal with him was because he wanted to restore Abraham's wife back to him. And now uh, we see that Abraham here had to pray for this man. Why? And and and, and uh, we, we, we learn from that that uh, uh, healing comes through prayer. But how did it come in the case of uh, Abimelech? Because uh, in the case of Abimelech, somebody else prayed for him. Abraham had to pray for him. And uh, uh, prayer is laying hold on the provision. And uh, this man at this point in time did not have a covenant with God, was not in covenant with God. He didn't have a covenant standing with God. He was outside of the covenant. And that's one of the reasons why at this, at this point in time, he could not uh, lay hold on that provision because he did not have the legal standing before God to lay hold on the uh, provision. And this is one of the proofs that prayer is not just about talking to God about the problem. If it is talking to God about the problem, this man would have been healed immediately. But God had to call upon somebody who was in covenant standing with him. And that man by the name Abraham prayed for him and he received his healing. Now, uh, we saw again that the, it's the prayer of faith. The prayer is a process of releasing our faith. And Abraham was able to do that because he was a prophet of God. And uh, how does faith come? So the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so Abraham, uh, being a prophet, was in the process of always hearing God's word. And so he had the faith to pray for this man's healing. And when he did that, um, God healed Abimelech. And I was saying, I was saying that if uh, God could heal a man uh, as ungodly as Abimelech, how much more will he heal you, a child of God? He will heal you. And uh, the provision, in fact, has already been made. And it's up to you now to get a hold of that provision and receive it. So prayer is laying hold of the provision. Prayer is not just talking to God about the problem. It's laying hold on the provision. Now let's look at Matthew uh, verse 15 sorry Matthew chapter 20 Matthew chapter 15 reading from verse 21 we'll see here uh, 
the story of the healing of the Syrophoenician woman who had come to Jesus for the healing of her of her demon possessed daughter and this this uh, daughter of hers has been is been afflicted uh, in some ways uh, uh, by this demon spirit and uh, she had heard about this the, the news of Jesus going about teaching the gospel of the kingdom preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people she heard that and because she heard that she had the hope that uh, she could uh, receive healing for her daughter so she came to Jesus and if we read from verse 21 it says and then then, then Jesus went out from there and departed to the to the region of Tyre and Sidon and behold a woman of Canaan came from the region from that region and cried out to him saying have mercy on me O Lord son of David my daughter is severely demon possessed but he answered not a word you see Jesus did not answer her a word this is again a proof that just bringing trying to bring God's attention to the problem talking to God about the problem will not bring the answer and that's the reason why Jesus wouldn't say anything here is demonstrating to you the principles of prayer that prayer does not bring an answer because you talk the problem. Now she's talking to God about the problem. He said, oh, my daughter is demon-possessed. My daughter is severely afflicted. Have mercy on me. Uh, and Jesus answered that, not a word. Why? Because it's not the talking about the problem that uh, brings the answer. It's when you lay hold on the provision that you begin to receive the manifestation. And his disciples came and urged him, I'm reading, I'm continuing to read from verse 23. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the Lordship of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs and so that jesus here begins to refer to the provision of healing as the children's bread healing is the children's bread and he said it's not good to take this bread and throw it to the to the dog to the dogs and then uh, and then and then she answered and said oh. then she she said yes lord even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table in other words dogs the little dogs just go and take the crumbs and so now she begins to talk the answer. She's no longer talking the problem now. She's now talking the answer back to Jesus. He said, well, you may refer to me as a little dog, and uh, which was a popular way, which was a common way by which Jews at this point in time refer to people outside of the covenant. And so Jesus is referring to her as a person that was outside of the covenant at this point in time. And now she says, well, I may be a little dog, but little dogs eat crumbs that fall from the master's table and she's beginning to talk the pro answer now she's no longer talking the problem she's now talking the answer and what happens when she begins when she quit talking the problem and began to talk to jesus based on the provision what happens jesus said oh woman great is your faith let it be be to you as you desire that's when she realized her desire your desire is a healing not a problem your desire is healing for your physical body your desire is healing for your mind or for the body or the mind of somebody that you love or they are praying with and you're praying for. Your desire is not the problem. So quit talking the problem. That's what Jesus wanted this woman to do. Quit talking the problem and go to talking the answer. When she began to talk back to Jesus on the basis of the answer, what happened? 
she received her healing. The healing began to manifest. The, that which she desired manifested. So what you desire is what the answer is the healing of your physical body. And as long as you talk to God about the problem, keep preoccupying your mind with the problem, it's going to get bigger and bigger. You're not going to realize the answer in that process. But when you quit talking the problem and go to talking the answer, go to talking about the provision, that's when you, you are on the pathway to realizing your desire for healing in your physical body. And so, uh, get a hold of the provision. Healing has been graciously provided for us by our Heavenly Father. And that provision is available to us through His Word. Now, let's look at Psalm 107 uh, in connection with what we are seeing. We'll see in Psalm 107, reading from verse 17, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Uh, their soul abhorred all manner of food. In other words, they lost appetite completely. And uh, this is referring to a condition of a situation of sickness. It does not say God afflicted them. No, it says because of their iniquities, they went out of the word of God. They broke the laws of God. And because of that, the sickness and the disease began to afflict them. And then the Bible says they abhorred all manner of food. And then the Bible says they drew near to the gates of death. Verse 19, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. Verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word and healed them. Or we can put it this way. He sent his word for their healing. It was the word of God that brought the healing to them. You see, God sent the provision to them by his word. He sent the provision. The provision was already there. But they came to be aware of it when his word came to them. That's what God does. That's how you lay hold. You go to the word of God and find what God has to say about that condition in your body. And then when you find it out and you lay hold of it, then your desire for healing will begin to be realized. He sent his word and healed them. Now let's hold that in mind and let's go to Daniel 1 verse 5. Uh, we'll see something there that's quite interesting. Daniel chapter 1 verse 5. You'll see some interesting things there. Daniel 1 verse 5 says, And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training for them, so that at the end of that time, they might serve before the king. See, so the Bible says, and the king is talking about Nebuchadnezzar. He appointed for, for them a daily provision of the king's uh, delicacies. Now, mark that word provision there. Now, you notice in Psalm 107, verse 20, it says, He sent his word and healed them. This word, his word, that's God's word. The Hebrew word there uh, spelled D-A-B-A-R, the bar, something like that. That Hebrew word, uh, it's been translated here as the word of God, which God sent. He sent his word and he healed them. Now, you go back to Daniel 1 verse 5, and you see that word translated here as provision. And the God and the king appointed for them a daily provision. That's the same word here that's been translated as provision. So, the word uh, translated as God's word sent to them is translated in Daniel 1 verse 5 as the provision. So the provision and the word, they go together. 
So the word is the provision. The provision is the word. He sent the healing provision to them and then they were healed. That's how they received their healing. They received it through his word. They were sick. And now how did God heal them? He sent the provision. He sent them the provision through his word. His provision, his word always brings to us the provision. When we receive God's word, we receive his provision. We receive his healing provision through his word. How do we get to receive healing in our physical body? We quit talking about the problem. Remember, the Syrophoenician woman, the Canaanite woman, uh, at some point had to quit talking the problem as he began to talk to Jesus about the answer. He said, well, even the dogs eat the crumbs of bread that fall from the master's table. She quit talking the problem. Jesus was already aware of her, of her need. And Jesus wanted her to begin to talk to him on the basis of the provision. And when she began to do that, the, the, the healing manifested for her daughter. And that's what God wants you to do. Now, you have to quit praying the problem. The more you pray the problem, the bigger it's going to get in your body and in your mind. Quit praying the problem. Start praying the answer. What do I mean by praying the answer? What I mean is talking to God on the basis of the answer. Go back to God and talk to God on what he's done for you in Christ Jesus. Take scriptures like 1 Peter 2.24 and talk to God with that. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He's bore my sicknesses in his own body. Let's look at that. 1 Peter 2.24 says, Himself bore our sicknesses in his body on the cross, that being dead to sins, we might live to righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. That's what the word of God says. Now talk to God with that. Pray with that scripture. When you pray with that scripture, you will begin to go to God and say, Father, I can see from your word that you already took care of this sickness at the cross. Using the body of Jesus, you took care of my sicknesses. You look at that. I want to read it from my Bible here. It says, Who, that's talking about Jesus himself, bore our sins, your sins and my sins, in his own body on the tree, that we haven't died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were. You see, you were healed. That's what the scripture is saying. Now you need to quit talking the problem. You know, you quit talking the problems. You keep preoccupying your mind and your, and your, your words with the problem and go to talking to God on the answer. That's what the Syrophoenician woman, the Canaanite woman, that's what she did. She quit talking the problem and started to talk to Jesus using what Jesus said to her. She said it back to Jesus. Jesus said, well, it's not me to take the children's bread throw it to the dogs. Then she replied to Jesus with his own words. She said, well, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. In other words, she began to quote Jesus' words back to him. And when that happened, she got healed. So you quote the word of God back to him. You say, Father, your word says, Jesus himself bore my sins, and I thank you that I'm delivered from my sins, forgiven of my sins. And then the Bible says again, he, 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 he bore my sicknesses, and by his stripes, I was healed. You were, and I was healed. You were healed. I was healed. And you go to God, you quote that back to God, and you thank him on the basis of that scripture. And telling him, Father, I can see the provision. Remember the word is translated provision. The word and provision, they are the same thing. So we lay hold on the provision by the word of God. That's why God brings us the knowledge of his word. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, my people perish uh, or are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Why are people dying of their sicknesses and diseases today? Because the vast majority of them do not know what God did for them at the cross. 
the vast majority of them do not know what God did for them at the cross. They don't know that the provision has been made. And so we have all these deadly infectious diseases today that are going around the world and people are panicking, people are fearful that they are going to be uh, they are going to be destroyed or they are going to come down with these conditions and and then they, they are worried stiff and they are scared stiff because of always thinking, having their minds dwelling on the problem instead of, of the answer. Quit thinking the problem, quit preoccupying your mind with the problem and start thinking the answer and speaking the answer and you'll find that the provision will begin to manifest. So that's one example of a scripture that you can look at. You go again to Isaiah 53. There are so many scriptures like that in the scriptures on, in the Bible about healing. And so when you want to lay hold on the provision, you have to look at these scriptures. And as you look at these scriptures, the provision will come alive. God has made provision for your healing, and that provision comes alive as you meditate on these scriptures. You go to Isaiah 53, you see the scripture there that uh, the Apostle Peter was, was quoting. He's quoting that scripture. And then uh, as we look at that in Isaiah 53, verse 5, it says here, Isaiah 53, verse 5, tells us that surely, he's talking about Jesus, surely he, that is Jesus, this is an Old Testament prophecy about Jesus at the cross, surely that is Jesus has borne our griefs. And if you look at that in the margin of your Bible, that's what griefs is translated, sicknesses. You see, sicknesses, plural. All of them. Jesus dealt with all of them. COVID-19 and all that goes with COVID-19 was taken care of at the cross. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. God saw it coming already and he already took care of it at the cross on our behalf. So let's talk to God on the basis of that. Let's go to God thanking God. Oh, Jesus has borne our sicknesses. He's borne COVID-19 on my behalf. I don't have to bear it. He's borne that tuberculosis on your behalf. You don't have to bear it. He's born that cancer on your behalf. You don't have to bear it. He's born your sicknesses and my sicknesses. And the Bible says he carried our sorrows. I'm still reading verse uh, 4, Isaiah 53 verse 4. And carried our sorrows. He carried our sorrows. Uh, uh, that word sorrows there, if you look at it in the, in, the, in the literal translation or in the margin of your Bible, it will say pains. He bore our griefs, our sicknesses and carried our pains. Whatever pain is in your body today as a result of sickness, Jesus bore it already for you. The pain of arthritis, the pain that comes with cancer, the pain that comes with whatever condition is there in your body, Jesus already bore it. And so you can quote that back to God. You can go back to God on the basis of that and talk that over with God, calling God's attention to his words. Say, God, I can see from your word that you already took care of this condition. And I'll come back to you on the basis of your word and I say, Father, I thank you that I'm healed. Look at verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. That's what the word of God says about the problem. The problem of sickness and the problem of disease. So quit praying the problem and start praying the answer. Start talking to God on the basis of what he's already showed you in his word. The provision has been made. And go to God on the basis of the provision. Lay hold on the provision. And then you will find that the, the answers will begin to manifest in his body. Let's go to Exodus 15 verse 25. You see again. So he, that's talking about Moses, he cried out to the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. He cried out to the Lord 
and the Lord showed him a tree. And we'll look at that word tree. Uh, and the tree and the cross are the same thing in the Hebrew language. They are, they are the same words that translated tree and cross. Those are the same word. And so if you look at 1 Peter 2.24, it says, Himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Of course, it was a cross. We all know it was a cross. But Peter uh, refers to it as a tree there in order to connect it with this scripture that we are reading now, Exodus 15 verse 25. So he cried as the Lord and the Lord showed him the, the tree, that is the cross. That's where the provision was made. That's where God dealt with our sicknesses and dealt with our diseases and made provision for our healing. So God showed him the provision. You see, he was crying about the problem and God said, well, quit talking the problem. I've already provided the answer. I've already made the provision for you. And so you quit talking the problem, quit, quit crying about the sickness, quit crying about the disease and take a look at the provision. The provision has been made for you at the cross. And when he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them. And he said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Jehovah Rapha in the Hebrew. I am the Lord that healeth thee. He is the Lord. That's the provision. Now, quit talking the problem. Quit talking of what the devil is doing to afflict you with these conditions. Begin to talk to God on the basis of the answer. He says, I am the Lord that healed thee. So now, quote God's word back to him. Call his attention to what he's already said to you in his word. He says, I am the Lord that healed thee. Then you go to back to God and say, Father, I thank you that you are the Lord that healed me. Remember, prayer is laying hold on the provision. So he says, I am the Lord that healed thee. Then you lay hold of that and you say, Father, you are the Lord who heals me. You personalize it. And by so doing, you've taken hold of the provision. I am the Lord that healed thee. Then you say, Father, you are the Lord. You are my Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals me and keeps me healed. And so you go back to God on the basis of that provision. Now, let's wrap up today on Psalm 23. Let's wrap up Psalm 23 on Psalm 23. Let's go there and wrap it up there. Remember, again, as I said, prayer is not the problem. Uh, talking to God about the problem necessarily, it is uh, laying hold on the pro provision. If you talk to God about the problem at, at all, you want to know what he thinks about the problem. That, that's, that's the whole that's what you should be doing. If you want to talk to God about a problem, you want to know what he thinks about that problem. And then he will tell you. Remember the Syrophoenician woman could not get an answer from God and she said, well, Lord, help me. When she said, help me, then Jesus said, well, this is what I, this is God's mind on this problem. And God, Jesus said, it is not me to take the children's bread and throw it to the, to the dogs. That's how the help came. And she began to realize, wow, if, if, the, if healing is a children's bread and I'm not yet a child, I'm still an underdog, then I can also take hold of the, uh, the provision as an underdog. I can eat crumbs that fall from the master's table. And when she started talking like that, what happened? Boom. She received healing for her daughter. Let's look at Psalm, 1, Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. See, the enemy is there. 
The enemy is present there, afflicting him, making him sick, and so on and so forth. But what did God do? God prepared the table before him. You see, the table is where the provision is. You see, the table is where children are called to have supper, to have food, to have dinner, to have lunch. He said, now, he calls him to say, now, come sit down and have lunch with me. Come sit down and have supper with me. Come sit down and have breakfast with me. Come enjoy the provisions. The enemy is there, but how did God deal with the situation? Well, he prepared the table before him. He began to call his attention to the provision. And when that happened, uh, the enemy was dealt with. Now, I want, to, I want you to look at this word presence he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy this hebrew word for this hebrew word translated present also means opposition you see he prepares a table before me in opposition to the enemy you see how god opposes the enemy in your life he opposes the enemy and all his works by calling your attention to the provision that's how god opposes sickness you may see the world today is full of these conditions. The world is, there's this epidemic of COVID-19 that's going around the world. We're talking now about a second wave that's rising about around the world. And people are fearful. People are worried. People are scared uh, about what is happening with this epi epidemic. But how does God fight for us? God fights for us by calling our attention to what he's already provided. The provision has been made for you and I. To be healed of this condition, to be to be protected from this condition. God has already made provision for us, and He fights on our behalf by calling our attention to His provision. And it diverts your mind. It says, quit talking, quit thinking the problem. Now let your mind begin to dwell on the provision. That's how you get free from the fear of this of this condition. All this fear that comes with COVID-19. The way you get free from the fear that comes with all this all this condition is by going to the word of God and letting your mind dwell on what God's word says about sickness and disease. That's when you begin to find out that, wow, God has already graciously provided for me. I don't have to catch this condition. And if you already caught it, you just go to the word of God and, and begin to confess God's word concerning your healing from COVID-19. And the word of God will heal you. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and deliver them from their afflictions. His word healed them of the condition. His word brought healing to their bodies of the condition. And if you have a loved one that's afflicted with this deadly condition today, whatever condition they're afflicted with, let them know that God has made provision for them. Call your attention to the provision. And then as they dwell their mind on the provision, that's how the word of god fights for them the bible says he prepares the table before me in opposition to the enemy that is what fights the enemy that's what destroys the works of the enemy that's what destroys sickness out of your world out of your out of your body it is the provision that god has made the provision of healing and where do we find that provision in his word you go to the word of god you meditate on the word of God. You quote God's word. You confess God's word. You think God's word. And as you do that, that word of his provision will begin to fight the battle of sickness for you. It will begin to fight that sickness off your body. It may not necessarily disappear from your body immediately. It may take a bit of time, but it will surely happen as you stick with the word of God and as you stay with the word of God. So lay hold on the provision that has been made available to you. Lay hold on God's healing provision through his word. And until I come back to you again with another 
episode of A Better Covenant Podcast. Keep walking in the provisions of God. Keep walking in the provisions of healing. Keep walking in the reality of God as your healer, Jehovah Rapha. The Lord Jesus Christ himself, head of the church, continue to empower you in Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org. Dot O-R-G.